Hey, hey, welcome back to the show, the wrestling show. We're keeping it real, goes right. Welcome back to Real Take Wrestle Talk live here on YouTube. Welcome to everyone listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please leave a five-star review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Hit that thumbs up. Hit that like button. Subscribe and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. I see since he's already in the chat, hitting us with that wrestling. We love that wrestling, that, that Adam Pac-Man Jones from TNA. Ooh, so I'm here to do some wrestling. That's what he, he that's what he was there to do. And did he ever wrestle, Trevor? Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. No. Joining us, though, of course, as always, my co-host, my wonderful, bodacious co-host. Was bodacious the right word there? I don't even know. Trevor, the sauce. What's up, Trevor? What's going on, guys? How's it going? Who you asking? You asking Cincy? Cincy, he's asking, how, how's it going? How's it going, Cincy? I know you ain't talking to me with that tone. No, you're not talking to me like that. But I'm the only one here, so you must be talking to me. <laughs> guys, we've got a wacky show for you guys planned today. We're going to be talking about Walter. <laughs> no more. Well, never going to be talking about Walter again because that's not his name anymore, unfortunately. We're going to be talking about Gunter. We're going to be talking about all things WWE Royal Rumble. We're also going to be talking about w or AEW Beach Break. Um, Ronda Rousey possibly returning, Leo Rush leaving AEW, and Time Warner, Warner Media, whoever, defending AEW against WWE's attacks, quote-unquote. We got a lot to think about, a lot to talk about, but Trevor, as always, we're going to start off with our worst, weirdest, and best from the week, our good old WWB. I, I'm starting to like this segment, you know, I, I think we're, we're starting really to find a groove with it, but... Let's talk about it. Uh, WWB, Trevor, for you, what was your worst thing in pro wrestling over the past seven days? Every time Bully Ray opened his mouth. Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was pr dude, like, what the? Oh, my God. Like, for those who may not on, know, like... why, why don't you give us some context of the whole Bully Ray situation? So... For those who watched the AEW AEW last week and saw that you know Dean uh, well Dean Ambrose or John Moxley came back, of course they had some things to say. And I mean, and honestly, he should have had some things to say. But oh, good old Bully Ray kind of made it seem like it was a work, pretty much, and pretty much said he should have used it as a work. <laughs> no, I, like, I, I believe, I believe, like the quote was, he needs to apologize to the fans, yeah. for leaving to go get uh, to go get rehab for his yeah, exactly for drinking, like which is just, yeah, yeah. I'm hey, sorry, I wanted I'm to sorry. get healthy so I could be here for my kid. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you couldn't see me wrestle. <laughs> like, what do you know who I am? <laughs> I don't know who you are, Bully. You know why? Actually, I know exactly what Bully Ray is. Bully Ray is a product of the same system that CM Punk called out, which is exactly... Actually, no, it's not my worst. It's going to be my best, but... Uh, so that's not a good transition there. But no, I agree with you, Trevor. Like, that, that was actually pretty bad from this week. Like, Bully Ray... I think mean, Renee Paquette, uh, who came to yeah. uh, John Moxley's defense, uh, and, and I know there's a lot of people like, dragging Mox over that, where it's like... Oh, he has his wife speaking for him. Like, dude, dude. Like, are you? Like, are you oh, so you're telling me? You're telling me Renee can't say, speak up for 
the father of her child, like, or, or she can't speak up for her husband. We like, should like, all be lucky to one day have an amazing human being, an amazing woman like Renee Paquette that would stand up for us one day. You know what I mean? Like, that's awesome. That's what you're supposed to do. Fucking yeah. idiots. And that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. You're like, you're, you know why John Moxley didn't say anything? Because John Moxley doesn't care about Bully Ray. John no. Moxley does not give a shit about Bully Ray. And that's also why Bully Ray, he didn't just get dragged by Rene Paquette. He got dragged by most no. of the most of his co-hosts. Mark Henry, who he co-hosts the podcast with, was just like, nah, man, that's wrong. And it's yeah. time for the main <laughs> event. I, I I love Mark Henry. I love Mark Henry, man. Like like that is like I'm, every time I watch Rampage, I mark out at that. Like I'm just like it's time for the main event. <laughs> it's funny how that became a mainstay too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who who would have thought Mark Henry, oodles of charisma in him. Hey, actually, you know what? I I would have thought that. I would have thought that. You you remember when Mark Henry went out there and the. Uh, and 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 like worked everyone into thinking he was gonna retire. The salmon oh, jacket. Yeah. Oh god, that was one of the greatest, <laughs> one of the greatest things to watch live. I was like, how old was I? That was twenty what thirteen. I was so I was. I'm trying to think how old I was. I was like what 14, 15? No, I was fifteen years old when that happened. And I even I was a like, man teary eyed. I was like, man, Mark Henry. Like, I remember the Hall of Pain. Somebody gonna get there whipped. Somebody gonna get the wig split, man. Like I remember that two years ago, and then he retired, and then he said, "I'm not going anywhere." <laughs> I love that. I love it. Like amazing work. Oh, just that job. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what was so not amazing? Worst, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. You know what's not amazing for me, Trevor? I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can point to not being amazing. The worst thing in wrestling this week. We'll talk about it more in depth, but I just want to put it out there. As we went off the air last week. Walter, no more. Gunter, welcome to NXT. I was going to say that, but I figured since we were already talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, here's the thing. I think I took this whole segment. Uh, I, I'm taking this ver- segment very literally. I'm like, what is the worst thing in pro wrestling? I'm like, all right, let's see. You know, bad wrestling match on SmackDown or WWE, you know, Naming someone after a Nazi. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna go with the Nazi thing. Well, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna go with yeah. that one because that seems pretty bad. Like we'll we'll talk about it more. But I I legitimately think this is probably one of the worst things that WWE has done. Like they've done a lot of bad things. This might be like, this is like so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, but we'll talk about it. Um, let's jump to weirdest thing in pro wrestling this week. Uh, I'll actually start if if you don't mind. Okay. For me, for me, the weirdest thing was when I heard about the and and this is like kind of good in a weird way, but weirdest thing was when I heard WWE reaching out to former uh, formerly released talent to join in the Royal Rumble. Um, most notably, Trevor, the Iconics were asked to come back. I did did see that, yeah. Yeah, they were asked to come back to be a part of the Women's Royal Rumble this past week, and they said no. We're the we're we're busy, we're busy. Uh, I mean, which is great, honestly. Forget, dude. Forget the WWE. If you're the Iconics, you're gonna, you don't need them. They they proved that. They what they do? They they came into uh, Impact on their first night and won the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Titles. Like they are over. Not, they have been over. Yep, they've been over for such a long time, and they're going to be over because they know they have, they're smart. 
People want to think like, oh, the iconics, they're they don't they're just an act. Oh, people, they're just hot or whatever, and, and that's why they're over. I'm like, no, dude, they're they're actually good at what their job. They're good at entertaining. They're good at cutting promos. They're actually re- much better than people think they are in the ring. They have experience and they have a following. Once they are allowed to do what they're capable of doing, they're so much better. Mm-hmm. All right, Trevor, how about you? What was your weirdest thing this week in pro wrestling? So it's weird because, like, again, it's a weird, but it's a good thing at the same time. But, okay, so did you watch uh, GCW this week? Did you see oh, that actually could have been my weirdest thing this week because that was a weird show. That was a weird show. It was, a, it was a weird show. It was a very weird show. It wasn't that the matches were that bad, but the matches that you thought were going to be great were kind of it, they weren't really going over with the crowd too well. Like it seemed like the crowd was was wasn't really into it. Like one of the biggest pops was um was Ruby Soho and uh, um Ali Cash, which was a great match actually. Yeah, and so was um Joe Janela and uh, Matt Cardona. Mm. But you would have. I thought that was great. I thought it was really great. Yeah, and you and, and honestly, even even the Moxley and um Homicide was good, but. Good. That was yeah. where the weird part came in, because it wasn't received very it, like it, like it, it really was quiet. It was like it, it was a the match lasted nineteen minutes. Mm. First off, it's homicide and Mox. It should last way longer than nineteen minutes. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm gonna and, go the opposite direction. It should have been way less than nineteen. I thought it should have been like a eleven minute <laughs> brawl where like these two were just hitting each other exactly. over the heads with like like. Barbed wire, two by four, steel poles <laughs> on a cage match. A steel poles with... on a cage. Only Vince Russo could make that happen. GCW <laughs> needs to hire Vince Russo. No, I think that'll be the downfall of GCW. Um, but uh, no, it was like they only did a spot with three chairs, three folding chairs, and it ended with two um two uh uh, uh two DDTs on the uh, chair, and that was it, pretty much. Like it was, it was like. It was weird. It kind of felt like something happened within the match, and they were like, let's call it early. Because Homicide looked gassed at one point, and, like, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. that was my weird thing. Thank you. And thank you uh, for CC in the chat for noting that weird is to spell wrong. I, I am not a good speller, all right? I am, I'm, I'm going to admit it to you guys. I am not a good speller. All right, we'll fix that in the graphic. We'll have it ready for next week. Thank you, CC. <laughs> um, lastly, Trevor, what was the best thing uh, from this past week in pro wrestling for you? So there, there's a couple I could have chose from, but I, I honestly will probably pick um, probably pick Moxley's comeback, and not just the not just the the speech, but the the build up that that the little nugget of of look what can happen on Rampage when he walks into who, Mister Brian Danielson and all his tight shirt nipples glory, white <laughs> shirt, sir, white shirt. That should be Walter's new. Uh, sorry, Gunther's new. That should not actually be Gunther's gimmick. It's like, no. it, could you imagine? It's like, it's <laughs> like I only wear shirt. white shirt. Oh, Gunter, Gunter, Gunter. No, 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 Gunter. Kyle, no, no, no. You can't do that. <laughs> uh, please don't do that, guys. Demonetized. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, that I, that was. I mean, the speech was great. The whole combination, culmination of everything. The greatest thing was when uh got because they 
they bleeped it out on AEW. Dude goes, get that trash out of the ring. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It was, it was get that drunken piece of trash out of the ring. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. That, by the way, I want to that 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 person does not stand for anyone in the district nor our values. No, hell no. What not a dick. We have better values than that. Um, mostly. Um, but um, he he said what he said, and Mox responds in Mox glory. Hey, hey, they do go fuck yourself. Go get him out of here. I love. That. <laughs> like, I love that was the first thing he said when he get back when he got back. Like go fuck yourself, and I was like, oh, nothing's changed. I love it. <laughs> like nothing's saying, changed. That, that's exactly what Tony Schiavone said too. Uh, whoop. And uh, Jr. I said, whoop. Things seem to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nothing's changed. Really changed, pal. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was great. The, the whole thing was great for me. That was was a, was a great moment. Just not just to see him back, but. Just see him back because of what he went through. You know what I mean? It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, for me, like uh, Mox's okay, Mox's promo was like the best promo like in a while. There's been like, like there've been some really good promos. This was this was that was great. It was real. It was raw. It was emotional. I'm gonna go a little different route, um, and I'm gonna go with another promo that was on the same show on the same night in the same building, and that was Cody Rhodes's ladder promo. That was a good one. It was a damn good one. And I and you know what? The, I should switch. My worst thing in wrestling is, is all the fans who were shitting on this promo. All you DC marks. All right, this is why Maryland is better than DC. This is why we got the better football team. <laughs> this is why. Look, look, but first of all, your t- your football team, DC people. Your football team ain't even in DC. Better state taxes. It's, it's in Landover. You can't even go to the games. It's easier to go to a Ravens game than it is to go, go to a Washington <laughs> football game. All right. Secondly, um, secondly, no. But in all seriousness, I mean Cody's promo, calling back to the no pipe worry. bomb, calling back to the pipe no. bomb. Saying that, uh, saying that, like, what was it? Red Dragon have no shot against Matt Nick, Matt Nick Jackson. Like, like it was, it was perfect. Everything he said, like, like the the point that got me, man, where I was like, man, this they're they're setting the seeds for a lot of things. When he said CM Punk said he was going to do all this stuff, I actually went out there and did it. Like they yeah. they're going to be able to point to that at a feud some in some at some point in time. And it's going to be real because Cody Rhodes made it canon. Because it's true. Punk said, I'm going to go to Ring of Honor. I'm going to go team with the Young Bucks. I'm going to go do all this X, Y, Z and and be the king of the indies. Well, guess what? People forget. I know people want to hate Cody because they think he's on a power trip or whatever. Cody literally, literally went out there in 2016 and became the king of the indies. He went everywhere and he dominated everywhere. Like, so this was just great. I thought... Man, the second like here's the thing like and people and when he says like you want to know why I won't turn heel it's because when I needed you most you all were there and then everybody just kind of go even the people who were booing him were like damn it Cody Rhodes <laughs> like that, that was damn the it. best part of it to me yeah I mean he because he worked him he worked that Cody like people won't say he's a, he's the son of a son of a plumber and he worked him Bobby he worked him. Yep. Oh, Everybody yeah, that... in that in, in that arena was jobbing to Cody Rhodes that night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, wouldn't be the first time someone's jobbed to Cody Rhodes, Anthony Agogo. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, guys, uh, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification. But we'll talk more about Cody Rhodes, I'm sure, at some point. But first, Trevor, we got 
some stuff to talk about. I got the Royal Rumble this weekend. We got the Royal Rumble to talk about. Um, as let's you first before we do that, let me go to the chat real quick. Since he has some things he wants to say, since he says, since he always has things he wants to say, since he says it's going great. That was the stupidest segment of AEW ever. Which segment are you talking about? The the, the John Moxley segment? Nani? No, since no. no. Disagreement, Cincy. Uh, he's like, okay, um, Gun- since he's talking about Gunter, we hate Gunter here. Um, since he also said, ain't hard to be better than the Washington football team, lol. No no lies detected. No lies detected. No it's not that lies. hard. No, no, no lies with that one, sir. I'm, I'm, sure, you, I'm sure you and you, me, Cincy, and Liam could uh, put together a squad to, to beat the Washington football team. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, so, guys, let's get into the Royal Rumble. So, the Royal Rumble is going to be this weekend. It is on a Saturday. Thank God almighty, WWE decided to finally do Saturday pay-per-views. And I hate the fact that AEW suddenly decided to do Sunday pay-per-views. Where they're like, oh, we're going to have everything on a Sunday. I'm like, damn it, Tony Khan. This is the opposite of what I want. Um, but, this is so- the opposite of helping me. Honestly, uh, anyway, so but we have some big primetime matches to go through. We, of course, have the men's and women's Royal Rumble matches. We'll talk about those, Trevor. I want to hear your thoughts about those. We also got Brock Lesnar defending his eight or WWE World Heavyweight Championship against Bobby Lashley. They just had a segment where Brock Lesnar just showed up in, in his flannel shirt and a cowboy hat on Raw. It was the greatest thing ever, and he. And he and he went up to Bobby. He was like, "Bobby, who?" He didn't even know who he was. I was like, oh, "I got Brock Lesnar." <laughs> Brock, Le- I, I I love douchebag Brock, like uh, from two thousand and three, coming back, and except this time he's just like a farmer. Like that's his gimmick. He is Brock Lesnar, and he's just enjoying his life. It is awesome. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Um, so we so we got that. We also got Becky Lynch defending her WWE Raw Women's Championship against Piper Nibbin, aka Dewdrop. Um, they're still calling her Dewdrop, which all right, cool. Um, so that's gonna be a fun match. I'm gonna, I'm excited to see what uh what what, what Dewdrop can do in, in this match. Uh, you know, like like I like especially in this in this limelight. You know, like this is like the first time she's really had this much of a spotlight, I guess, on her in her in such a main event match. You know. So I'm excited to see that. Also got Edge and Betha Phoenix, as, as uh, Santino Morella would say, taking on uh, The Miz and Maurice in a mixed tag match because, you know, Miz and Maurice, they just have to get their mixed tag quota in uh, for the year. Uh, and finally, Roman Reigns versus the newly named Trevor. We haven't talked about this. The newly named Seth freaking Rollins. That is his full name now. It is not Seth Rollins. It is Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> So he's not the Monday Messiah, Monday Night Messiah anymore. I know, I'm not the Monday Night Messiah. I am Seth freaking Rollins, and if you got a problem with that, you can, you can hand. There you go, there you go. There's my, there's my Seth Rollins, my Seth Rollins quote. I had to get my Seth Rollins invitation quote exactly, Trevor. Um, by the way, guys. Uh, we'll be I'll be doing a special Royal Rumble uh, prediction show with a special guest later on this week. So hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you get notified for that. Um, but we're going to talk about it over here, too, because, of course, y'all got to hear what we got to say about this, too. Um, 
Trevor, I'm going to go to you first. Royal Rumble, men's Royal Rumble match. There's a lot of people to be potentially uh, the winner here. Give me your top two. Because I think I think it's apt that we do two, right? We do we do our top two. It's a 30-person 30 30 match. I think it's apt we do two. So give me your top two choices of people who want. Give me one who should and one you'd like to see. How about that? Um, I So this is how I feel. I honestly believe my one it should be Big E. I think Big E should get a fair shot at it again because I feel like his title reign was, dare I say it, bullshit. Um, but how, I fear, how, God, feel like... How dare you, pal? How dare you, pal? Austin Theory's <laughs> been pushed to the moon. Look, he's a superstar. <laughs> Sorry, almost died. Um, uh, I do believe he should win. Now, do I believe... Do I think he's going to win? No. No, 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 no. I don't think he is. But uh, if they honestly make Austin Theory win... If Austin Theory wins this match... <laughs> <laughs> you know we joke we joke but <laughs> this man has been but. every raw since survivor series he has been you know, in a segment with finn vince balor recently, right? oh everyone beats finn i beat finn balor on raw a few weeks ago but, dude it has unfor- unfortunately yes because balor is no better than the book LeBron at this point um <laughs> Well, that's his whole but, thing. Like, uh, like WWE, they, they don't view him as a, a main event star. They view him as someone who can help get younger guys over. Like that, that's like actually a, a thing. Wow. I mean, like, well, I mean, like, I mean, to an extent, I guess yeah, I get it. I mean, he's forty, right? But at the same time, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like he he's either forty or like thirty nine. Like he he he's old. Well, he like, has been in the game for a long time, though. He absolutely has. Yeah, yeah. But he that, yeah. He's turning forty one in a, in like a few months. But that at this point, you have a what fifty six year old Sting wrestling. You got Edge wrestling, still looking crisp. It, uh, Brian uh, Daniel Bryan Brian Davidson. He's what forty, right? Almost forty. Yep. Forty one. Like, you got. You got uh, CM Punk. No, that, that, that's not an excuse, especially since he can still go. He still got in the tires, man. He can still go. But anyway, um, big <laughs> since, my since, since he said Finn Balor beat me on Raw the other day, are you serious? <laughs> that, man, that's not a good sign for your career, since he. That's not no for any of you. Um, but you know who I would love to see win the Royal Rumble? Montez Ford. Oh, that took took it right out of my mouth. That's my that's my number two. That's my number two. two. Yeah, I mean, please elaborate so I can so I can agree with you more, please. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's to be honest. If you if you want to really talk about like with all the jokes aside, all the jokes that we make of of WWE and everything like that, they did a good job accidentally of (laughs) of making this guy look good. And not, I mean, not that he needs help because he's he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Like he's he has the charisma, he has the mic skills, he has the in ring ability. His his ring IQ is amazing. Like everything he's been touching recently has just been gold. But they have accidentally did a great job of making him look good. They have. And I, the I, I don't is, even continue. 
they're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that the funny thing or the sad thing? Because, I mean, look, look, for me, my the person who I want to win, the person who I think they could do a lot with if he does win is Montez Ford because they could make him. They could re- they could make him right now. Like he would be a made man if if they pulled the trigger and just went with him. Similarly to the way they went with Bianca Belair last year, I think it would be a very similar dynamic. And I'm not just saying that because you know they're together. I'm saying that because the Bianca Belair's like kind of rise prominence to WrestleMania what was it 37 yeah. last year? It, it it was very similar because. Like she wasn't every she wasn't anyone's really first pick to win the Royal Rumble. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's probably gonna be like Charlotte, maybe Becky Lynch return." Like uh, people were like, "Oh, the, all these different possibilities, right? Maybe Bailey." But but like the thing was, she, she was someone who people liked, people thought was over, people wanted to win, but they didn't really think she would. But then they went with her, and they were like, "Oh my God, yay, Bianca Belair!" And she, what what happened? She became one of the biggest stars in the company, right? Exactly. So so you but could do a bet. Exactly. You could do a very similar thing with Montez Ford, who, by the way, like I've said this, like every stream I've been doing for uh, for a WWE pay-per-view, the one guy who I always mark out for the most, excuse me, the one guy who I'm always just my jaw is dropping at what he's doing is Montez Ford. This man is because he's put it all together recently, Trevor. This dude has put it all together. And I, I think part of it is just like. Before he he it, I didn't think like you know he he was great wrestler he was great in the ring and great high flyer I wasn't sure about like his his energy or his charisma right over like the past year I'm just like dude charismatic is all hell that's very obvious when you see when you see him cut promos very obvious when you see him out there interacting with the fans like sometimes that's like that innate charisma he's got it he's got all of it together this dude literally on at the I shit you not Trevor WWE day one I witnessed this man fly. We like we all witnessed. I witnessed him fly over the top rope. I will never forget this, and I cannot believe that more people have not made a bigger deal about this. Montez Ford was the first man to ever fly all by himself like that, ever. <laughs> like like this is Guinness Book of World Records. Call up that man. Put him in there. Like th- this man flew, and I am, I am like, I'm just saying. I understand WWE does not have the best track record. Like, you know what? He wins the title, let's say. Let's say he he wins the title from Brock or Bobby Lashley or whoever, right? And then he ends up, you know, doing, I don't know, like going a similar way of Biggie or Kofi or Bianca Belair. By the way, all those people I just mentioned, they all happen to be black. I think WWE might have a little bit of an issue there. As And I think, I'm not saying that's like racism or whatever, but like, you're telling me it's a coincidence that like you just happen to like cut off all of their momentum at like at the same time and that's a coincidence i'm i mean i'm just saying unfortunately they have had track records of not pushing african-american stars very well i mean not really if you want to go latin let's say brown people in general because they haven't really pushed a lot of people gender to the moon gender to the moon baby into the well, moon. That was they did push gender. They pushed gender to bro. They for had a, a year. Bro, there were plans. <laughs> there were plans for Jinder Mahal to face Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series 2017. Like that Dude, was that a great was, match. I am not gonna lie to you. I would have marked out for gender 
like getting suplexed 18 times by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, but then he lost that same week to AJ Styles. Um, but I know I agree. I mean, look, like it's it's a problem. Like people are like, oh, it's oh, oh this is like only something that affects AEW. No, it 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 doesn't even. It's not even something that just affects wrestling. It's something that affects society at large, man. Like general, we just yeah. yeah. Like I mean, if you like take another spin at it, look at the Ali situation. Like again. Ali was apparently enraged over uh, a gimmick that Vince McMahon proposed to him. This is the same company that uh, that is now renamed uh, Walter uh, Nazi. Like it's, I'm just saying that it's not a good look. Um, but anyway, going back to the the, right. the prediction. Um, so Montez Ford is my number one for or my number two, I guess. He's the person I really want to win. I really hope does win. And, you know, and again, it'll be a moment regardless of how his title reign ends, right? It's going to be a right. great moment, like, if he does because the dude is just, he's so good. And, like, for him to be able to showcase that in a main event match at WrestleMania, like, that'd be it. That'd be great. Um, But my number one, my number one, Trevor. My number one is I wanted, I wanted to go with Big E. I really did. Right. But... It's a prediction, and I tried to work in some WWE logic here. I think it's going to be Braun Breaker, and I hope so. And I don't think I, it's going to be a know bad. What? I want under. that. Yeah, yeah I, I, that I think it's cool. yeah. I think it's like out of this, out of this desire to want to see something new. But I also think the dude is look name aside, all that crap aside, right? He's really good. Like he's a lot better than we thought he was going to be at this point. He's really good. I, I talked about, like, his in-ring charisma is years beyond, like, where where a lot of his contemporaries are, where a lot of his peers are. Look at, like, look at look at Braun Breaker and look at Von Wagner. Two very different, like, wrestlers. Two very different competitors. Uh, I, I think he's ready. I, I genuinely think he's ready for a main event push. And if you push him to the moon and he's the guy who beats Roman Reigns, we'll get into this in a second, like, the Roman Reigns situation. But if he's the guy, I think you'd do it now. You do it because Roman's at the point where he doesn't need the title. No, he's Roman. He he's Roman he's Reigns. Completely over. He's, he's Roman completely Reigns. Over. Yeah. So I got. But, so that's why I got Braun Breaker. You know what? Honestly, I think because to, to, all jokes aside, I know we called him a jabroni when he first came out and everything. Yeah, like Braun. Like, no, are you sure we were? We were talking about Von Wagner, bro. Von Wagner. Oh yeah, Braun Breaker. The 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 ex. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really like the kid. Though. I, I think he, like, he reminds me of his his dad and his uncle a lot. But he's, I think he's he's a lot bigger than both of them, honestly, with taller wise anyway. And he's and he moves like a cat. But like he, he has the athleticism. He and, does and this. He, has... he does that. He's as quick as a cat, <laughs> and he hits him with a bat. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is like the he's... WCW theme. He's like he is so a nephew stupid. of the the Rick and the the They look kind of hot. It's not a lie. I love. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> But no, I, I think he's just he, he looked he looks the part. He, he actually he is an amazing athlete. But what would be cool, and I don't think uh, I don't think WWE is this this smart. Um, it'd be great if he won the Royal Rumble and then went to face Roman Reigns. And who's in his corner? Paul Heyman. That would be amazing. 
<laughs> it, would be even it would be even better if uh, if Scott Steiner was in this corner. That that would be even better. It's the only. Oh, thing that'd be just that. as good. Do you imagine that'd, that'd Steiner? Like, you take the Usos and 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 you you three you punks, three you fat asses, and then and then my fat ass and his fat ass. We got two fat asses. That's five fat asses in the ring right here. That's three and a half times, and you're three and a half percent chance. Of my three and a half percent chance, and I'm gonna end up, <laughs> and I'm gonna end mad, up with Scott. a WWF, WCW, TNA, Impact, Jeremy Borash Heavyweight Championship. Fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's exactly how the promo would go, and I'd mark out, and I'd love it. <laughs> Scott, that, that, that's not math, sir. Uh, that's not math. <laughs> now you want to see math? I'll show you math. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the pythons. Scott, I just fed the pizza anymore. this morning. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's rein it back in now. <laughs> let's rein it back in. But anyway, um, that's a good pick. Yes, there's a good pick. Scott Steiner should win the Royal Rumble 2022. Book it, brother. Um, if you're gonna have in 40, if you're gonna have a 50 year old win, you might as well make it Scott Steiner. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, on to the women's Rumble. So we got a, we got a few people that that could be actually slated to like actually slated in feuds. We know that. Lita has been feuding with Charlotte. It seems like they're building up to some sort of match at some point. We know that there's a lot of legends returning. Um, Trevor, what about, what do you think? What do, who do you think should win the Women's Royal Rumble? And who do you want to win? Uh, honestly, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the whole you know, Bianca Belair thing is going to be you know, done to death. And I would love to see Bianca Belair get back to you know where she should be, because honestly, I think a rematch, a true rematch with with uh, um, Becky Lynch would be amazing, right? But I'm gonna tell you who I who I, who I, I want to see. So Bailey would be a good one too. I would love to see Bailey if she comes back in a room. I'd love to see Bailey. But if you're going to do it, there's one way to do it. And you have to do it right. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Thank you. Liv Morgan. Just put pull the trigger. Give it to Liv. And if you're not going to put her against Be Becky Lynch, fine. Make her kick Charlotte's teeth down her throat. No. It no. doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter, <laughs> Trevor. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but we agree on this much. The only – like, I love Bianca Belair. I, I, if she wins, I'm going to be happy, right? Right, but here's the thing: the most logical thing to do at this point, because WWE at this point have, have booked themselves into a corner here with this Rumble. They have made this story so that Liv Morgan either gets screwed or is yep. just one second too late, one too many times, where she either wins this Rumble and gets all of that. Is vindicated. She wins this rumble, goes on to Mania, right? All of her losing, all of her mistakes, all of her getting screwed, all automatically vindicated. And then you have the other side of it where if she doesn't win, oh, she's just a jobber. Okay, cool. Right. She's a loser. Loser, Morgan. Loser. 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 John Cena, 2012. Uh, Johnny Ace. Loser. Um, that's what she is if she doesn't win the Rumble. Like, genuinely, because the way WWE have booked her has made her look like a geek. 
That's because, and that's also yeah. the way they book a lot of people. It's the way they're booking Finn Balor right now. I mean, they have booked her so the bad. Thing, Bianca Belair, same way. Bianca Belair is the same thing. The only difference with Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair is Bianca Belair, you can always go back to, or at least for right now, you can go back to uh, a match with her and Becky at SummerSlam, right? You can always end up going back to that because she's actually won and she's had that big moment. She's been women's world champion. She's right. had that moment. Liv Morgan hasn't had that moment. If Liv Morgan had been a made woman, right, if she had had that moment before, then I think we'd be having a different discussion. Then, of course, I think Bianca would be the number one choice, at least in my eyes. And again, I know a lot of people out there are like, oh, my God, you don't like, you don't like Bianca. You don't think Bianca's going to win. No, 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 no. Bianca wins. Yay, Bianca wins. I love Bianca. Marked out for her last year. Will always continue to mark out for her. But. Man, oh man, like this has been a seven month ride going back to like Money in the Bank, the build up to Money in the Bank with Liv Morgan. Like we all thought that was going to be it. Like they were building and she's still over. That's the thing, dude. She's still getting one of the biggest pops on the show on Raw. Like if you don't pull the trigger with her, I don't know what you're doing. Like it is just like, please. Because to be honest, I wouldn't mind them pulling the trigger with them. Piper Nivens. I, I really wouldn't because be the thing is she's she's done everything on the indies. Like ICW, she was huge. She <laughs> she was champ in ICW plenty of times. Like she's mm-hmm. been uh, champ overseas, been champ in indies. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't be stupid to uh, put Piper Nivens over. But the thing is, you put Piper Nivens over, then you have an issue with Liv, Liv Morgan. You're not, you know, it, and they they, they clash heads. You can't do both. So Yo, we can try. We're gonna have we're gonna have both feet touch the ground at the same time. Both women's feet. Gonna, we're gonna have a double. It's gonna be a double main event on one night. It's gonna be it's a gonna triple be a threat. Quadruple main event on a six night extravaganza. <laughs> CM Punk. I love you, CM Punk. <laughs> when he said that, if you want to be, he's like, yeah, you want a main event night two of a six night five for one for two extravaganza? Be my guest. Oh, oh. I cried. That was the CM Punk. Shit. CM Punk. Oh, and what he said about uh, <laughs> Gunther? <laughs> no, that was Cody. That was Cody. That was uh, oh, that was Cody. That was Cody. He's like, so you're gonna you're gonna name him Gunter McGillibuddy. I was like, oh, <laughs> the gully bully, the gully bully, McGillibuddy. Oh, oh, oh my god, the worst name. <laughs> look, okay, look, Gunther <laughs> is pretty bad. We'll talk about Gunther next, but Gunther was pretty All bad. Right, but <laughs> but but Michael McGillicuddy. I've <laughs> been oh, like the worst shit. name ever. Oh, Especially they had him. They had the balls to send Curtis Axel out there on live TV and say the era of McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Stop! Push canceled. <laughs> no, you're not over. May God have mercy on your soul. Oh, oh man, that was so oh. bad. You know what else is bad? The fact that we're only two matches into this card. Um, well, we don't have to talk about every match on this card, really. Um, like, I mean, we will talk about the Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley match because that's a that's a pretty that's a b- pretty that's big pretty match. Big one, yeah. that's, that's been pretty built up over a year. What do you think about Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar? About time. That's that's what I say. About time. And I think with the build up and with the the promos, 
I think honestly, you're getting the best best Brock Lesnar you could possibly get at this time. And I never thought I'd say that because I don't really like the guy. But with his with his promos and everything, like he has been on one. Like B- Brock Lesnar talking is probably the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, oh, it's it's great. I love funny, it. Funny, funny talking Brock makes me happy, but also makes me scared. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. But it's just one of those things where you like you go home and you clutch your pillow at night because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but um, but no, I think this match is going to be really good though. So my question for you is, what do you think WWE is going to do? And 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 I guess what should it's a two prong question. One, what do you think WWE is going to do? And one, what should they do as far as the finish of this match? Because we know that there's really only two options here. One, you either keep the belt on Lesnar and you build to the title versus title match with Roman Reigns. Or two, right. you, you uh, what's it called? Or two, you, you know, put Lashley over, which would be great. Or And you just build to Lesnar and Roman anyway. Because I, I think people are, I don't know why people are like so off on the earth, like thinking, oh, they're not going to do Roman versus Brock. That's literally the story they've told over the past. That's the only story that they've told over the past, like, five, six years. Like, Roman can't beat Brock at Mania. That's, like, the last thing he has to do, you know? So, I don't know. Please, take it. I mean, no, you're, you're absolutely right, Omar. I, I've, I've thought about this. Like, how great would it be if... Uh, let, uh, what's his name? Lashley. I can't speak. Sorry. If Lashley, baby, yeah, Bobby Lashley, first, Bobby Lashley gets, um, you know, Brock and beats him at at Rumble, that'd be great and gets the belt off him. I mean, that'd be amazing, right? But also, like you said, like you want to build up Lashley. You can also build up Lashley to for something bigger and better later. But what everyone wants to see is Brock versus Roman. I mean, and, and that's that's literally what they've been building up for years. But it's it's such a it's such a complex thing though because like you have two possibilities of two super superstar outcomes right like you can really do something with Lashley and Brock you really can you can start a huge feud feud over here that can last for a long time and it's in this it's been great so far it's been amazing then you have something that you want to see or do we just like do you like. Get Brock and like get Brock drop the belt, then beat Roman at another show and get the belt for Roman. Or is this a bunch of it's a bunch of shit that it could do? But honestly, I think it's gonna be the um the the I think I think Brock wins though. I think Les uh, Lashley is super over, is super super over. Looks like he's beating him, and they just push and, and Brock beats him. Or they ended in a tie. Wrestling's been doing that a lot lately, right? Time, oh my like god. Oh god, no. <laughs> no, I don't want that. No, WWE. No, not again. The red lights, that's what we need. The red lights. Uh, that's what we need. The red lights turn on. Finn Balor's music starts playing. And then Bobby Lashley starts like flopping around like a fish. And then he wakes up out of a trance. And he goes up to the top rope. He's about to deliver uh, his last final like elbow drop to the, to, to the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar and then the ropes break the lights turn back on to normal Brock wins and there's no explanation as to what happened for months what just happened bro, bro what happened no. I'm still mad what happened at Extreme Rules 2021 I still don't understand no one does 
Because I still don't. Red lights in wrestling. Dude, every time there have been red lights in wrestling, nothing good has come of it. Think no, about it. Not one solitary Hell in a Cell 2019, uh, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. That match was not good. The reaction to that match wasn't good. The finish wasn't good. Nothing about it was good. Randy Orton versus versus Alexa Bliss, I think it was, at Fastlane. That wasn't good. Randy Orton versus no. The Fiend at Mania. That really wasn't good. Finn Balor was, versus Roman. Trash. 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 Red lights should be banned from pro wrestling. <laughs> No one should have the color red in pro wrestling. In fact, like I'm gonna, I need to change the. We're gonna no. In fact, Trevor, I am so over the color red, Trevor, right now. They, I, it's unfathomable to me. It's unfathomable to me that people still rock the color red after after what. Hey, I'm wearing what, red. <laughs> after what WWE have done, like I can't even. I can't even fathom it, man. Like. Guys, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. Put your questions in the chat as well. Since he's been going off in the chat about the Royal Rumble, he said, Austin nope. McMahon is <laughs> talking about Austin Theory. Austin McMahon is yeah. winning the Rumble. He says uh, he was supposed to put Finn Balor over, or he was supposed to win, but he put Finn Balor over. Nice. Since he also says Veer Mahan is so over, and he'd never get the debut on Rumble. I'm telling you, man, the reaction if they debut Veer on on at the Royal Rumble at number 30 and have him go over, the reaction in India would be insane. Right. Like, India would go crazy. I- India would go crazy. Not so sure about H. America, though. <laughs> no, so no, sure. no. <laughs> America probably wouldn't give a fuck. But. Oh, my God. Did you know? You know that, um, that, um, aside, you know that, like, in India, they used to, um, whenever they'd like show SmackDown or Raw, and because they'd always show it on like a on like a replay, right? Because they they couldn't show it live, they'd always show it on a replay. So during the time it would take to like edit the show, they would always edit it to make the Great Khali's uh, match or segment on last. He would oh, be the main. They would they would edit him into the main event. So everyone in India is like, oh my! So that's why everyone like this part of the reason. Of course, he, he they just mark out for the boy, right? But that's part right. of the reason why everyone in India is always like, Greg Khali is like the Hall of Famer main eventer because he is the, he was the main event in India forever. Like he was. <laughs> I think they did the same thing with Jinder, although they didn't have to do the same thing with Jinder. Jinder is was just in the main event. That's just what he was. He was the main event. Both him and um. Both him and gender are both uh, Indian, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. Okay. Oh, man. Don't, don't hinder gender, baby. Oh, hey, man. Hey, man. I hear Veer. I hear Veer. He's coming. I, dude, he's been coming for about a year now. That's a long time, <laughs> that, that's a long time to come. That's a long time to come. Guys, hit that like Not button. That. Subscribe. <laughs> hit that notification bell. Uh, he, since he says I'm a comedian, Oldberg winning the Rumble. He has one more match. I think that's gonna happen at uh, at WWE Saudi Arabia Elimination Chamber, though. Um, by the way, the Elimination Chamber pay per view is gonna be live from Saudi Arabia. How does that make you feel, Trevor? What? Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have. A, it's gonna be a Saudi chamber. It's gonna have swords. <laughs> I think that would be kind of isn't that kind of racist? Put that in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> 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 
it's pretty fucked up actually. But cage, cage, anything involving a cage, it's out there. It's pretty fucked up. You're right. Um, um, where is this show going? The, uh, right in the toilet, like WWE's ratings. Um, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Um, let's keep it moving though, Trevor. Let's keep it moving and talk about. Oh, we can't get away from problematic stuff on this show, can we? Trevor, let's talk about it. So as we went off the air last week, we learned the unfortunate news that Walter has now become Gunter. For those who don't know, uh, WWE last week uh, filed a trademark for Gunter Stark, who, if you look him up, was a U-boat captain in Nazi Germany, very prominent Nazi German German captain, um, don't really need to say much more about that. Um, and Walter, and so they were going to name Walter Gunther Stark. And then everyone on the internet freaked out, rightfully so, because, hey, WWE, you're trying to name a, a, an Austrian dude after a Nazi. Not a good look. So WWE did the most sensible thing. And I bet you're wondering, did they scrap the name change in general? Huh. No, pal. We only filed a trademark. We're going to get something out of this name. So they renamed him Gunter. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. What do you think about Walter becoming Gunter Stark? Or, sorry, not Gunter Stark. Gunter. You know, (laughs) when we were talking about it last week, I was like, okay, they're not going to do this. Like they're they're not gonna do this. Like you they have do so much faith, <laughs> so much faith in WWE. They do stupid things all the time. They're not gonna do this. And lo and behold, I turned on NXT, and I get a a text from my good buddy Homer. They freaking did it. <laughs> it is it is he did it. Said that I was at the part where he goes, "I am now Gunta," and I'm like. I need a beverage. I need a shot. I need something. This makes no damn sense. Like, what is the point? Like, really, what is the point? Why are you renaming him? So you feel like you have ownership of his talent? Oh, when he was Walter, he wasn't wasn't my talent. Wasn't my talent. Now he's Guter. I have made him. What? <laughs> Vince McMahon, do me a favor. When you pay all that money to have your head examined because I know you do. I know you do. See if he can figure out why in the blue hell you are this way. Because why? <laughs> this makes I mean, no sense. I thought this you is... were going to I thought you were going to ask him I, I thought you were going to ask him to be like it's like when you have your head examined you should ask the doctor why in fact it is so far up your ass that you thought it would be cool it, to name the student after a Nazi. He's a proctologist for that one. <laughs> he needs a proctologist for that one. That's ridiculous. Over. I, I It's ridiculous. Like it seems week to week they do more things to make me more and more pissed. It like, it's just what they do. It's just what they do though. Like I it, it's <laughs> Like it, releasing talent, uh, you know, misogynistic storylines, racist storylines. This is the same company that ten years ago, Trevor, or not ten, fifteen years ago now, because I'm old. Uh, they remember Kenzo Suzuki. They gave oh, yeah. him yes. They gave they so they they remember they they gave Kenzo Suzuki a gimmick, 
where he was, I believe, the emperor of Japan's like long lost nephew or, or a grandson or something like that. Yep. And he was out yeah, for revenge on behalf of Imperial Japan. And they had him do some racist stuff. <laughs> like, it was bad. Uh, and look, this is the same company that, like, has done a lot of choppy, choppy your PP, baby. Like, I was about to say the same thing. They have the done man. some bad stuff. The, remember, the, there's the guy who said that there was the, the WWE writer who said that uh, he came up with a gimmick for Heidenreich to be a cryogenically frozen Nazi. Yes. Um and you know, hey Vince, at so the they've time, been working on the, the Nazi thing for a while. <laughs> hey, 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 I'll give credit to Vince here. He 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 said no at that time. So I mean, he was like, "Oh, we can't." We, hey man, well, we can't call him a Nazi, <laughs> but like I am. No, it, it's just this is just stupid. I mean, they, it I mean, shouldn't have been happening. Look, you're gonna change the name. I, I here's the thing. I think you are right. Everyone, everyone actually is right to be you know, pissed off about them wanting to change Walter's name, right? But the the reality is they do it to everyone. Prince Devitt, yeah. Finn Balor. Like, they, 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 they do it to a lot of people, especially now since they've gone back to, like, you know, what NXT was intended to be, which is developmental. Like, like, Triple H was the guy who let people keep names. This is not going to happen. The only exception really has been, um, like, the only like real exception that jumped right to WWE and was able to do that was AJ Styles. Other than that, no one's been able to do it. No, but I'm talking no, no, no. And I'm not talking about NXT. I'm talking about without the Triple H without the Triple H shield, uh, because Shinsuke Nakamura, all those guys, they did it with that Triple H shield with them. Bobby Root. I'm talking about like people who jump straight to WWE under that system. AJ Styles is like the really the only exception to the rule. Um otherwise like so I mean it's just again, it's just what they do. Um so here's a bit of insight from Dave Meltzer actually on this says, um, let's see, do, do, do. So this was Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer Live or Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He said, the reason why is WWE is going to feature him on weekly television. And in case he does not, in case he does leave, uh, like everyone think, like everyone thinking of leaving, they wanted to make sure that they own, that, that he could not use his WWE name elsewhere. WWE couldn't own his name, Walter, because Walter is his real name. Um, Melter went on to note that Walter is very politically left leaning, and having come from a working class family in Austria, he it, he doesn't believe that he had personally known. Had he personally known that he had been named after a Nazi, he would not have been okay with it. That's basically what Melter oh, said I'm about. Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, look, hey, hey, man, yeah, I got. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Can you imagine if they went off like, hey, look, he's not Adolf Hitler anymore. He's just Adolf. Imagine that, Trevor. Imagine that. (laughs) It's totally different, though, bro. Bro. Bro, it's totally different, bro. Guys. What a time, Trevor. What a time. Uh, Oh, God. There's nothing else to say about that stupidity. (laughs) It's, It's so weird because you know what the worst part is, Trevor? It's taken... Walter has been built up to be such a great wrestler, and he is such a great wrestler. And it's taken all the shine off of him, dude. Everyone's just talking about this terrible name. And in so, in the worst possible way, he's going to turn off everyone. That's the that's the worst part about this. This is someone who everyone should should have seen, everyone like would have loved to have seen wrestle. Like 
and now the only thing people are gonna think about when he comes on the, their TV is Nazi. That's it. Like that. Like <laughs> it's, your brain's gonna immediately gonna go to Nazi because of the 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 stupidity of WWE and their marketing. It doesn't make any sense. And that's the point I was trying to make. Like I know I made it lighthearted, but like. Why rename it? You're renaming him to pretty much put ownership on. That's the only reason. He became something without a name that you picked. CC in the and chat now, says. Oh, please continue. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, now, but now, yeah, like now you try to take ownership for something that you didn't technically create. That's, that's capitalism, that's, baby. That's capitalism right there. <laughs> Good old American capitalism. I own your work. I own you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> now go wash my car, damn it. Um CC says Walter looks like an angrier Bobby Lashley. Which that's because he is. I mean, does he though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, Walter's got the square head going on. Bobby Lashley has a very round head, you know? The very round head, yes, yes. Speaking from someone who also has a round head, you <laughs> Yeah, little like cue ball. He, yeah. Yeah, I mean I understand. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, man. Like, I, I of all the people to say they look like Bobby Lashley, he's like the last one. Like, that's why I call uh, uh Apollo Cruz. He's Baby Lashley. He's like literally a three-fourth scale model. He's yeah. a three-fourth scale yes. model of Bobby Lashley. Like to to the T. Like everything's proportional. Like if you put them next to each other, like, he's like the the the. You know how they had at McDonald's? They got the regular cheeseburger and they got the kids meal cheeseburger. <laughs> he's the kids meal cheeseburger to Bobby Lashley's regular <laughs> cheeseburger. <laughs> It's a Carl Jr. cheeseburger. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Junior Krabby Patty to the regular size Krabby Patty. <laughs> See, Bobby's just angry for because you know Bobby always looks like because he, he hasn't been. It took him like twenty years to get over. That's why he's angry. Yeah, it exactly. took him twenty I mean, he years. He always looked like over. an angry snapping turtle to me. He always looked like an angry snapping turtle. Like he was Franklin. Just, <laughs> for no reason, Franklin like, could Bobby could count by twos and tie his shoes, but he couldn't get over. <laughs> but see, Walter just looks disgruntled. That's all. He just looks like he's just slightly upset. Walter just looks like he's going to murder me. That is, it. he's going to chop me into oblivion <laughs> and put me in his chili. Um, how about this? How about this? I have, okay, one thing before we move on to our next thing. Um, would you rather? Would you rather oh, eat a chop from Walter <laughs> or, or or would you rather eat a clothesline, a, a running start for Bobby Lassie from across the ring? Ah. Uh, the chop. Is it a bare, bare chest chop? Oh, dude. It's bare chested. It's bare chested. He's he's ripped the shirt off. You you you're gonna be looking like Mr. T from Starcade '94. Your shirt's gonna be like like ha- like handcuffing your hands together. It's gonna be bad, bro. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> you know what? Like you're you're getting chopped. I I, I take that clothesline. Cause here's the thing. Yeah, the clothesline gonna hurt, and yeah, I'm probably gonna be in intensive care for about six weeks, but. I may not swallow or eat right again if Walter chops me in the Dude, in the dude. Chest. I would swallow my own lung if Walter chopped me in the chest. <laughs> like, I'm Jesus. not getting chopped by. Give me the clothesline all day. All Wake day. Wake up. 
So that's what my liver tastes like, huh? But no, like liver, I don't no, even. Uh, well, moving on. Um, you know what? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. We have some big news. Is Ronda Rousey making her return to WWE? Let's talk about it. Almost three years after her most recent match, it looks like WWE is looking to bring back the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey, former WWE Raw Women's Champion. Her last match was at WrestleMania 35 when she was defeated by Becky Lynch in that Weird finish in that triple threat match. Um, so apparently, the WWE are really pushing for her to return. Some are trying to push her to return uh, as soon as the Royal Rumble. That doesn't seem too likely, but there are rumblings that she could be back, you know, as soon as perhaps uh, SummerSlam. That seems like a more realistic time period for her. Becky, uh, sorry, I should say Ronda Rousey mo very recently, I think back in like September. Uh, gave birth to her child, and that was something that she kind of left wrestling for, was so she could go be a mom. So there's a lot of talk about this, Trevor. There's been a lot of speculation as to what that this could mean. And look, there's there's a chance. I mean, I'm, I think it's unlikely, but there's a chance that there's a, not a lot of women really left on the WWE roster after all the releases. There's a chance she could be at the Rumble. Like, like weirder things have happened. But what do you think about this report? What do you think about the reality of it? What do you think about how likely it is? You know, like you said, she uh, she, she was very public with one of the reasons why she left wrestling to to be a mom, to be a, to be a wife, and start a family. Um, within that time period, she has done uh, uh, internet shows like she did uh, Kevin Kevin Hart's Cold as Balls. She's done, um, uh, she does her own Twitch streaming and she also does video blogs. And she also, she's a, she's a farmer. She farms, which is pretty cool. And I mean, all, like, she, all she's in done between a lot. getting buried by Becky Lynch on Twitter. <laughs> right. Becky Lynch just yeah. Destroys her yeah. Twitter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, like, it's one of those things where I think at this point, I think she's just, I think she might be bored. I think she wants to get back in there. I mean, because honestly, like you said, that controversy, that was a very weird way to end that match. And then, like, she just rode off into the sunset. Like, she got no justification. She got no payback. She got nothing. You know, it was just weird. So I I could see Ronda coming back, definitely, because I I think she liked being an asshole. So <laughs> she, she, she enjoyed it. But, you know, it, it'd be great to see her back in the ring. I actually absolutely loved Ronda. I thought... The, even though I didn't think Charlotte deserved to be in that match, the whole segment when her, Becky, and Charlotte got arrested and put in the cop car was absolutely amazing. Best thing to happen in D.C. The best thing yep. to ever happen in D.C. <laughs> wrestling. That was amazing. I mean, like these, yeah, the the, the, the Metro PD, they, they were not prepared for, for what they were facing. Like, it, it, it was, it was look. There's a lot of Ronda haters out there, and I understand why, and, and I get it, right? Like, right. we get it. But you want to talk, and, and this is the part that I, I think a lot of people on Twitter are very divided over. And it's okay to be divided, but it's also okay to admit that Ronda Rousey, if she steps foot in the WWE ring, she's a game changer for them. Like, yeah, people, it yeah. becomes must-watch TV. It's like when Brock Lesnar's on TV. It's like, well, okay, Brock Lesnar was on. I got to at least watch his segment. You know, it's the same thing with Ronda Rousey. 
because she legitimately is the baddest woman on the planet. I love. Here's the thing. I know people got like people got lukewarm over her run in WWE. I loved it. I when Ronda Rousey was on I TV. I, I watched it, and I enjoyed her matches. I thought she was really good, too. Ronda Rousey was like, I thought you were really good with her role, with her with the way she was presented. Like, she had a match with, uh, with I believe, Alexa Bliss that was so yeah. good and so underrated that was great. And the sad thing is we never really did. Charlotte was pretty good. Yeah, ex yeah, exactly. But we never really got that one-on-one -on -one match with uh, Becky Lynch that everyone wanted. And... Again, it's since that moment that Becky Lynch became the man, since Becky Lynch became, like, you know, the next big thing when she did the – with the broken nose and did the, like, you know, come yep. get me now, like, on the – on the in the stands. Like, that that was her – that's the moment she really became a made woman in pro wrestling. And it's partially because she went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Ronda Rousey and looked like a total badass doing that. She's, like – she's, like, yep, one of the only did. people – who's like really gone after Ronda Rousey like that, both on and off screen on WWE, and just not been afraid, and not booked to have been afraid. And sometimes it just takes yep. that. And look, here's the thing. I, I love Bianca Belair. I love Liv Morgan. But, <laughs> fine, huge but right. But, if Ronda comes back and wins the Rumble... And then we get Ronda and Becky at Mania in the main event proper. I'm not going to hate that. I know there's a lot of no. people out there who are like, oh, Ronda had her time. I'm like, dude, she was there for a year. She's only there for a year. It. it was a great year, but she was only there for a year. And there's a story there between these two. You get Bianca Belair versus, or sorry, if you get, you get a chance to do Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. I'm sorry. You're doing Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. That's happening. Um, of course, you can do it without the title. They, that, that match really doesn't need the title, honestly. No, like that's just but, the match that needs to happen. That's all. But you also could do a story where Ronda Rousey's going after the title that she never lost because she was not pinned. That was not a one, two, three, Trevor. Her shoulders were not down to this day. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. So, I mean, look, again. It's a well, lot you can do with this situation. It's so much you can do, but like I mean, even like not forget Royal Rumble, like SummerSlam, right. even like uh, going yeah. into Mania. Like you could do so much. There's so much time. If you can get Ronda Rousey back in the WWE ring, though, I I just plead with you one thing, WWE, please, do not make it happen in Saudi Arabia. I will cry <laughs> because I'm not watching that damn show. Refuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most defiant I've ever seen. You <laughs> just angrily threw your pen. Like, I'd be so <laughs> mad. I'd be so mad. I missed. I like. Apparently, I missed one of the, the. Apparently, one of the best Hell in a Cell matches ever, uh, between Rollins and, uh, and and Edge. Because I, I'm just like. I'm, yeah, I, I'm very, I didn't watch like, it either. I'm very I'm arrogant and very stubborn about my stance on Saudi Arabia. I didn't watch it either, but like. You mentioned Ronda, like you talked about how good you thought she was in the ring. And here's the thing: when she first started, she wasn't that great in the ring, but she got better. She definitely got better. You could see the the what what her deficiencies were in the ring, and she tried. And not and that's one of the things that I liked about her: the fact that she literally got better with her time. It week by week, week by week, she got better. She got better. Like, and and that's one of the things I appreciated about it. Like, I mean, a lot. I know a lot of people were like, oh. She wasn't great. Like she was trash. Blah blah blah. 
Well, were her mic skills great? No, but they weren't great in UFC. <laughs> like Ron, like it's like, Brock Lesnar. Like, like I mean, like you could say Bobby Lashley, great talker. No, but he's no. he's a badass. That's what wrestling it's a badass. is. Badass, who cares? Badass people fighting other badass people. Dude, and, I'm, gonna be, and, I'm gonna be real honest with you. As good as Ricky Steamboat was, if he came out and said, "I'm Filipino, let's wrestle," no one would have gave a damn. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> Like, okay. Steve was, was just that. I'm, I say that I'm exaggerating, but I say that to say Steve was that damn good in the ring, right? Like, you wouldn't care. Same that's, thing that's with, with um, Lashley. Like, he really could just sit there and, like, l- and just, just lick the mic and no one would care. <laughs> Hell, George the Animal Steel came out and bit the, the, the stuffing out of turnbuckles. And no one cared because he was funny. He was great in the ring. <laughs> John Cena is invisible. I've never seen him wrestle a match, and yet he's still. <laughs> um. By the way, I just want to do a quick fat check here. Uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is Japanese, so he is Japanese. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Yes, you're bad. Bad. Can- you know what? Canceled. oh no no um man we got a lot of chats here guys uh trevor you want to take some of these chats you want to start with ryan's first chat there uh and see where it goes let's see so the first one is was the one about me or oh hi trevor hi trevor this is a football chat do you think the jets jets could trade for zach wilson or Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love. I'm I don't we don't typically answer football ones, but I'm gonna take this one. Take it. Um Zach Wilson is going absolutely nowhere. Um I mean on Snitsky shit. It's not his fault. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> no, it's not it's really not Zach Wilson's fault. It really isn't. He's like, a little baby. Look, have you seen people. him? He's so cute. He's a little baby. I saw a little, a little, poten- a lot, <laughs> a little, a little potential in that kid. I did. I saw a lot of potential in that kid. But the the, the thing is, Jets are awful. <laughs> Jets are just terrible. Dude, Aaron Rodgers couldn't make that team better. <laughs> that team was just that bad. So, I mean, I could see Aaron Rodgers going somewhere, but it's not there. Honestly, if, if I'm... If I'm Tom, uh, Thomason, I'm trying to get Aaron Rodgers in a Pittsburgh jersey, but that's just my opinion. See, if anyway. I'm Tom, if, if I'm Mike Tomlin, you know, I'm I'm well. If I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm also a Baltimore Ravens fan, so I don't want Aaron <laughs> Rodgers in a Pittsburgh jersey. Aaron Rodgers, honestly, he should if he, if you're going to be traded to any place, it should be Denver. Like Denver is just. Waiting. I said that too. I thought I thought Denver was a, was a good spot for him. Just waiting, I man. Denver was a Everything good is spot. there. Defense is elite. The defense is great. The and Sean Payton might not be a coach for the the Saints soon. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Your your mic's messed up, dude. <laughs> All right, let's get to another chat. Hi, bro, Ryan Woodbridge. Do you think that we will ever see RVD and AEW? And could Ronda Rousey? could go to AEW? That's a very good question, man. I mean, so R- the RVD thing, I think, is probably more possible than Ronda Rousey in AEW, but 
Um, Ronda Rousey AEW would be interesting, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I, I don't think I don't think they have enough money to get Ronda. Honestly, no, but, they I have mean, enough money. They're just not gonna. It's just not worth it. I no, also don't think Ronda really would want to go to AEW. Actually, no, she could, no. she might want to. Man, there's Jorge Masvidal. Hey, AEW is the MMA territory. It is. It. Is. I mean, could you imagine her? Stepping up with them and Paige Van Zant and everything, getting into that crew. Ronda Rousey I mean, versus be- Paige Van Zant. They also got. They also got. Dude, they actually got basically all of the. They got most of the 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 four horsewomen of UFC. So like they got half of them. Yeah. Oh, Shayna Bay, someone free chain. You know, we, we're all just talking about free Ali. I'm all on board in the free Ali cha- train. Free Shayna Baszler, man. Free Shayna Baszler, please. Like free that, free her, please. Oh my God, how did they mess up Shayna Baszler? That's what I don't. How do you mess that up? It's so easy. It's so you, you know what you do. You, you want to know what you do with Shayna Baszler, people in WWE. You know what you do with Shayna Baszler. You remember Trevor? You, you, you know what, Trevor? Ask me this. What should we do with Shayna Baszler? Make her a female Taz and make her tear everyone's freaking heads off. No, <laughs> not even. No, I got exactly more simple. Way more simple than Way more simple than that. I got it. Remember what Bob Holly said when Vince McMahon asked him for advice? I got it. I got an idea. Why don't you give her the fucking belt? That's what you should do with Shayna Baszler. <laughs> give her the belt and have her beat everybody. Boom. Boom. I'm gonna <laughs> boom, boom. I'm going to read a few more of these chats so we can get back to bed. Uh, CC says, never liked her as a UFC fighter and wrestler. She's overhyped to me, to be honest. Ooh, she has, she has no. A rep no, 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 a no, no, no. Woman, but she comes across as cocky. Now, here, here's the thing. She's here, the baddest the woman on the... No, I know. I don't give a... No, I let... No, this is my... No, no, no. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to answer this one because I, I think me and you are similar, similar. She is the baddest woman on the planet for a reason. The UFC Women's Championship, the women's division in a whole was created before her. She helped make it. Now, yes. Was she cocky? Absolutely. Could she fight standing up? Hell no. But... She was what Ronda Rousey was and is for UFC is is she she's history, she his legacy, she what she did in UFC she deserves to be cocky. She is the baddest woman on the planet. She's come to wrestling and it translates. Now, I get where people call her cocky. I get what people don't like her, but you gotta understand this. The the UFC and the fighting for her is something. Like it, it, it's she never lost. So when she lost, she took ne- it hard. Never like, lost. That, that you, you got it right there. Tra- never lost. Never lost. <laughs> undefeated. Was, and then when, then when Holly lost, Holm. I, it, I, I, I have won. Look, look. I have yet to prove how Holly Holm cheated, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I have a hunch. <laughs> I have a hunch. Oh, exactly how Holly Holmes cheated. She gave her a piss poor fighting coach. And, and, he, and he convinced oh Ronda that he can, she can she, stand uh, up. Look, uh, you know, okay, well, in all seriousness, I mean, yeah, she just like it. She just wasn't ready for her fight. And it got in her head. It got in her head. And, and she's been very open about that. Like, look, you're not, you can't be on top for, for forever. We all know that. But Ronda Rousey being on top, it, it, it was important for a lot of reasons. Most importantly, because Ronda Rousey put women's fighting on the map. Like whether you know we like her or not, like the, the you there would be no UFC like women's division 
being what it is today, being as big as it is today, without Ronda Rousey? Because I know there was a lot of great, there's been a lot of great women's fighters, but the real, but the real thing is, Ronda Rousey was like the one that like really popped off and got everyone talking. It got everyone into like, I wasn't even like I I followed UFC and I'd like I'd followed when Brock Lesnar was in. I'd fallen out when Ronda Rousey started coming up. I started following UFC again because I heard about this the, about about this like five foot six or five foot seven however tall ronda rousey is you know uh blonde woman who was just kicking ass and i was like oh let me see and i was like oh this is great she's just beating people up and you know what she's doing trevor beating people up getting that belt like that's exactly what they should be doing with damn Shayna baszler over there on wwe but they won't do it give her the belt i we used to call her. Me and my brother used to say she uh, she looked like an angry um, cabbage patch, and that's when she came out to wrestle. That's what she looked like. She looked like uh, a UFC. She looked like an angry cabbage patch. But she just had she just had to look like it. That was that was her. But anyway, CC says. Oh, Omer doesn't like me now. Hello. No. CC, CC, no, no. I never liked you to begin with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Even when you were sitting in my house watching football, never liked you. <laughs> never, li- never liked. Never liked. You're the reason. You're the reason. Jimmy G, porn star Jimmy, didn't get that Super Bowl. You came in that fourth quarter and damn it, he, he, he just fell apart, CC. No, we're just kidding. We're just kidding. Oh, guys, hit that like button. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button as well. And look, yes, Holly Holm cheated. I have yet to find out how. I have no proof. No proof, but Holly Holm cheated. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Everyone, oh yeah, get get in line. Everyone hates me. Uh, since he says, "Damn, I'm a heel. I'm a, I'm almost as big a heel as Cody Rhodes at this point." Uh, <laughs> okay, Trevor. Let's get to this. Trevor, I'm gonna ask you very, very blankly. Fantasy book this for me, brother. Who should beat Roman? Okay. Who should beat Roman Reigns? Who should be the one to defeat? The reigning, defending, undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World or Tribal Chief, the head of the table, the 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 daddy of the bloodline, <laughs> Roman Reigns. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh dear God! That's his thing. Should... He can and he yeah. will, Trevor. Just... He can and he will. Odd. Um, who should beat Roman Reigns? Good question. Good question. Very good question. Um, I have some have some interesting thoughts on that. Uh, one. Now I think actually I don't think it's too complicated to set it up though. But that one would would ruin the whole thing. It would ruin the whole bloodline faction though. But. I had I had a I thought that uh when you know when he lost or when, when like whatever like it, time would go on and then like one of the Usos felt like they should try him right should should yes. should, should test him like, give it to me main event J Uso they're, give it to they're me not baby exactly you know they're not exactly 
they're tired of being just the just the the you know the the grunts pretty much. I'm gonna give you that so, Randy Orton, the Randy Orton when he's face. Come on, yep. Trevor, give it to me. Let's <laughs> come on. So they so they stand up to him. One of them stands up to him. The other one, you know, he gave his loyalty to him, and he's like, no, no, blah blah. But no, I you know I we deserve piece of the pie. We're just as important. Feud happens. They fight in between the in between families. You know, you have this feud going on for a while. You give him give him a shot. He squashes him, right? Squashes him. Roman Reigns squashes him. Head of the table. They you bring it you you you, you know elongate it a lot. You bring it out a little bit, and what happens? He proves finally proves himself, and he wins the belt. I think that's a great way to to do that. I think that's a great way to beat Roman Reigns. You know what? That was mine, you dick. <laughs> that was mine. You, you, you stole my gimmick, brother. Now I gotta job you out, brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brother, brother, bro. We got Saudi, <laughs> Saudi Hogan, brother, brother, bro. Saudi Hogan is about to come out. Oh man, I mean. But no, I, I mean that's the only thing that really makes sense, though. There's a lot of people that that should that could beat Roman. Um, there's a lot of people that probably should have beaten Roman. The the one that comes to mind the most for me makes the most sense with what WWE are doing. Uh, is Braun Breaker, and it's a very easy story yeah. with Braun Breaker. You don't need to make it. Over, you don't need to overcomplicate it. Like the only wrinkle you might be able to throw in there is like you mentioned, put Paul Heyman in his corner. Just have him win the Rumble. Put Paul Heyman in his corner. That's a cool wrinkle. But he doesn't even need that. Right. Just Braun Breaker, Roman Reigns beats him. But give me the give him the belt. Um, like like that's what you got to do. Um, I would have loved to have had Walter. I think there's so much you could do with Imperium yeah. versus the Bloodline in general. Me too. I think there's so much you could have done. The sad part is, I don't want to see it. I just, I don't get, they, they've, they, I don't think they understand. They like, ruined they, him for me. They ruined him. Like, I, I didn't think it was possible. They, they I want to see Walter. Walter do it. I don't want to see Gunther do shit. I, I, they could have named, they, they actually, they actually could have named him almost anything. They could have named yeah. anything. Like, okay, maybe not Adolf, right? But like, 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 like why? Okay. It says someone who works in PR, right? Right. At that point, I'd be like, all right, cool. So this Gunter thing isn't working out. All right, here's what we do, Trevor. Let's look up uh, Austrian names. Uh, male. Boom. Could have called. Can, you can call him anything. It's not Walter or really? Gunter, right? Let's see. Uh, Alexander. Oh, I like that. Alex, hey, hey, I could get on board with that. Alexander. Adrian, Lucas, Lucas, Jacob. Give me, give me, give me Maximilian. Uh, I like Jacob. I like that Jacob. One. I like Jacob. Jacob, like, like, uh, Adrian. Come on, they're, they're, like, I, I'm giving you gold here, WWE. Uh, Ivan, but Henry, Gunther, Harold, Harold <laughs> with an A, with two A's. Harold, George, Gerald, Frederick, Fabian. Actually, you can't call him Fabian, but uh, Kurt, Klaus. Leopold, Leopold, Klaus, Leopold, Leopold. <laughs> Maximi, Ludwig, Mortis, Oliver, Oscar, Philip, Oliver. 
Oliver, Nen, Nen, I don't even know how to pronounce so this shit. Nenod, Nenod. I'm just, I'm just saying that these are all better names than Gunter at this point. Look, here's the thing: if they didn't file the trademark right for a Nazi's name, it would have been fine. Right, Gunter. Okay, I mean, look, it wouldn't have been fine, right? Because you're changing Walter's name. But all right, <laughs> you're not naming after a Nazi, but now you filed the trademark for a Nazi's name. Come on. That's like the dumbest thing you could have possibly did. And apparently, Omar canceled himself. (laughs) I'm the bastard puck. Oh, I can't see. (laughs) Malachi Black. Ah, you you have made me see clear now, Malachi Black. (laughs) I love his promos, by the way. I can see clearly. And I can see through your bullshit. Oh, that's not even the right accent. I don't even know what I'm doing at this point. Um, what are you doing at this point? Anyway, but um, no, like it's they've completely ruined uh, Walter. But yeah, uh, we. we I'm watching myself. Back I feel on, sorry on the for replay. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> just look ridiculous. Everyone who's listening to this on Spotify and Apple Podcast, we are absolutely sorry on behalf of the show. I apologize. Cause you have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the. Like we haven't even gotten to the advertised. The two things I advertised for this show were Leo Rush and AEW Beach Break, and we haven't even gotten to those yet. <laughs> this just sounds like two buffoons, like just yelling at this point. <laughs> and if you want to listen to two buffoons yelling each and every week, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever new videos release. www.youtube.com forward slash Real Take Sports. Anyway, Trevor, why don't you read out some chats while we uh, get set for our next segment? All right. I'm looking at some stuff. Let's go. Big Ticket, what's going on, homie? Uh, Big Ticket says, who should beat Roman Reigns? Hangman Adam Page in a AEW WWE evasion story? Since he had it's Omer versus Roman Roman squash match. Omer collapse Roman. <laughs> they should have see. They should have changed his name to Adolf Hitler at this point. It, it would have been just as bad. It, it <laughs> uh, should have called him K Fabian. <laughs> I love Cynthia. Yo, winner is you. That pun was amazing. K Fabian. Uh, <laughs> uh, big ticket. Forget the Nazi. Uh, forget the Nazi. Gunther is the name of a singer twelve years ago who sung about someone touching his tralala. True. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Who touched my tralala? Yeah, I remember that song. Anyway, look it up. Uh, um, don't look it up. Please don't look it up. No, I'm telling you to look it up. No, I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> Ryan Woodbridge. Right. Hi, Omer. Do you remember the Jake the Snake Roberts versus Earthquake and the Snake Oh, yeah, squashed? man. I, dude, oh, my. Earthquake is by far the, like, least talked about, like, wrestler from that era. Like, the most underrated of that Hulkamania, uh, Hulkamania-like era, like, like villains. Like everyone talks yeah. about King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant, and all these guys. Oh, you're so big. I'm like, where is my boy? 
Where's my boy John Tenta? Well, where is the love for? Oh, I'm gonna die, and I'm gonna jump around and Jack Tunney. Where is the love for my boy? You no, know, they Earthquake. don't talk about my man Ray Trailer either. Man, I'm not gonna say that because he's dead. But big respect to, to, to Bubba, like to Big Bubba, big big respect to Big Bubba Trailer. But come on, Big Boss Man was there in the Attitude Era, man. The earthquake. I mean, he, true. Earthquake could have been around the Attitude Era. You see, you see him in the, in the uh, gimmick battle royal in, in at WrestleMania X Seven. This man was built like a brick house. He was still doing his old Jack Tunney. Like you know, <laughs> I loved his promos, man. Like his promos were hilarious. Like it was just like, uh, and they were perfect for that era. Enough. They were perfect for that era too, because it was just him yelling into it. Like, he made sense. That's the thing. Go back and watch an Earthquake promo. His promo was actually made yeah. freaking sense. Like, and look, he was it did. Right, I, I he was like good in the ring. I like Tugboat, too, actually. Oh, Tugboat, baby. Tugboat, the shark and typhoon, baby. Oh, God. Typhoon, yep. <laughs> Take me back to WCW 95. I'm in WCW 2000 right now. It's not great. made sense. <laughs> Speaking of WCW 2000, AEW is having their beach break. <laughs> Ah, is that too much? Uh, demonetized. Um, oh no, cancel Tony Khan. Yes, I goddamn. Oh no, sorry, Tony Khan. Uh, hold up, Tony Khan voice. Hmm, hold up. Uh, let's see. Sounds like you. Hi. Oh my God, you're never getting tickets to AEW ever again. I'm never. I'm. And yep. Now, yeah, I am in. And I now am we're never welcome to AEW. Forever <laughs> out of AEW's good graces. That's okay. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like. He he hams his voice up a little too much when he's cutting a promo. He does. Like he's like, hey, he told me he was here for Sting. He's here for. He does kind of. Like, bro, just talk. He does kind of sound like a king going through pro, do pro puberty twice. He does. My <laughs> man, be, <laughs> he yeah, go watch this. Just like he's he's stuck. I love you, Tony. Like genuinely love you, Tony. <laughs> genuinely love you, Tony. You're like, oh man, uh, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Um. Uh, Oh man, I where has the show gone, Trevor? Um, Trevor, I know where it's gone. It's <laughs> gone right into our AEW Beach Break review or preview. AEW Beach Break will be live Wednesday night from the place that everyone goes to the beach at Cleveland. Yes, Cleveland, <laughs> Ohio, O H I O beaches. I guess so. Uh, Trevor, we'll get to the card in just a second. What did you think about the idea of having Beach Break? In Cleveland, Ohio, in the in the middle of like the winter season, we're at we're at the end of January here. Like, what do you think about this? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I without saying anything too like bad about Ohio, um, I I yeah, I thought it was kind of kind of funny. I thought it was very very funny. Like, it's it's got to be like that is great. A complete, it's got to be but, right. It's got it has a complete oxymoron. You're gonna have beach break. In all places. Let's like, you know what? Let's go have a beach party in in the Antarctic, in, in, in Antarctica. We're gonna have streamers. We're gonna cook out. We'll do everything right in the middle of a frozen tundra. Like that's just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. Funny, it's like though. it's it like someone coming up to you and being like, "Hey, let's go to the most fun place ever." Oh, where? Cleveland. Or let's go to the most fun place ever. Where? 
the DMV. Like, um, oh, it's fine. <laughs> department whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, department oh, oh. of motor vehicle, sir. Okay, not the DMV. <laughs> All right, cool. Good. I'm glad we're on the same phase there. Anyway, we got a star studded card here for AEW Beach Break 2022. We're gonna have it's gonna be we're, we're gonna have a lot of great matches here. Of course, we will have the AEW TNT world not world championship being defended it is going to be the unification match for the tnt world championship cody rhodes taking on sammy Guevara on a, on both tnt championships on a, on a pole no on a ladder match basically i'm it's been a long night um they're going to be in a ladder match for the for the undisputed tnt world champion or television champion i can't speak tonight uh we also are going to have Red Velvet taking on legit Layla Hurst. This is something that a lot of people have been talking about. Legit Layla Hurst and, and this feud that she's having with Chris Statlander and Red Velvet right now. So we're going to see the beginning, at least, of that feud happen. We're also going to see Chris Jericho teaming up with Santana and Ortiz to take on Daniel Garcia and 2.0 in a trios match. Live Wednesday, January 26th on AEW Dynamite. Live on TBS 8, 7 Central. Also, finally, in the main event... A unsanctioned lights out match, and of course it's weird because if you look at the at the preview beforehand, the lights seem to be way more on in this preview than the last one. <laughs> but hey, Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole lights out match. I pray to God this match takes place on the beach. Uh, it, it's so unsanctioned they can't have it in the arena. But we'll see what happens with that. But it's going to be a wild, wild night of pro wrestling. Trevor, what do you think about AEW Beach Break? What's your favorite match you're looking forward to? What do you like? What do you don't like? So many good ones. So many good ones. And, uh, one, Red Velvet and um, uh, Legit Layla Hurst. I think that that should be a very good match. Um, of course, my man, freshly squeezed. Orange Cassidy going against uh, you know Adam Cole. That should be a great one. Um, and that was actually the one I'm looking forward to the most. I just hope that when they wrestle on the beaches of Ohio, no one gets hurt by needles and stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting, and and I can't wait to see it. Honestly, I don't know what beach they're gonna wrestle on though, but we'll see. Um, it's gonna be cold, beach. but yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. Cold, it's gonna be very cold. Someone's gonna poke in the ass with an icicle. It's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun though. You know, you? You, you, the, <laughs> you know it's all it's about, about the. You know it's all about the. Oh baby! All right, Adam Cole, baby. All right, uh, let's move. Let's go to our predictions. Mercifully, uh, so we got AEW <laughs> TNT Championship on the line. Cody Rhodes versus the interim champion Sammy Guevara. What do you think about the build of this match? What do you think about Cody's promo? And who do you think walks out? AEW. TNT champion. So, I, I first off, I love the build to uh, to, to this match. I, I, I love the promo. Honestly, Cody Rhodes is a heel to himself at this point. <laughs> it is it is awesome. Um, he's the most heelish uh, face I've seen in a very long time, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I think Guevara wins this one only because he he has not beaten Cody Rhodes yet. He hasn't beat Cody Rhodes yet. And a match like this fits in Guevara's wheelhouse. So, Sammy. I, I got Sammy in this one. You know why it fits in Guevara's wheelhouse? Because Sammy Guevara is going to climb to the top of that ladder. The TNT title is going to be well within his reach. But below him, it's going to be Cody Rhodes. 
way uh, on on top of a table, and Sammy Guevara is gonna look down, and he because he's a because he he's a face, but he's it also is. a wily face. He's also a face who loves danger. He's a high flying baby face. Sammy Guevara is gonna look down, and he's just gonna he just couldn't be able to resist doing a dive. Because that's what these young baby faces, these young whippersnappers, let's like, like, dive, man. You know, Flips, no fists. So instead of going for the TNT championship, Sammy Guevara is going to go for a flip, a 450 perhaps, and he's going to, boom, blast right through that table because Cody Rhodes is going to move out of the way at the last second because he's a he's veteran, baby, and he's going to climb that table. ladder. And he's gonna, and he's gonna get both titles. Cody Rhodes, double champion. He's and there's going to be trash, literally trash from the beaches of Cleveland. I sorry, I should say, whatever there, whatever the there's going to be, whatever oh. there's going to be, there the the people in this arena are gonna go out down the street, collect all the trash because there's definitely trash on the beaches of Cleveland because no one's there to clean it up. They are going to take that trash and they're going to throw it into the ring at Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes is going to utter the most famous words a la Randy Orton from ECW One Night Stand 2006. My fans, my beautiful fans, as they are bouncing him with trash. And, it, and he refused to turn heel. I love it. Book it, brother. He refuses to turn heel. Re refuses to turn heel. Refuse. I and I'm. I look. I'm here for it, man. I I love this. I love, I love what they're doing. Personally. Look, look. The day that Cody Rhodes, like, says in in the promo, I set myself on fire for you people. <laughs> like I, that is one you people promo. I'm actually looking forward to. And I hate the you people promo. I hate it. Yeah, I hate you people promo. But that's the one I'm looking for. You people. <laughs> like I'm like you. I set myself on fire. <laughs> Oh, guys, let's move on. Red Velvet taking on legit Layla Hurst. This is very interesting. Uh, Lay Layla Hurst has fallen out with Chris Statlander and Red Velvet. She attacked Red Velvet and Chris Statlander last week on AEW Dynamite. What do you think about this match, Trevor? What do you think about, you know, them uh, seemingly building this feud? And, and I like the fact that they're actually building feuds that are in, in the women's division that don't have to do with the women's championship. Yeah, so do I. Like, I... I think it's great. I think it's a great idea. Um, I and I think you couldn't have picked uh, the two better wrestlers to do it with. You know what I mean? Like Layla Hurst is amazing, um, and so is Red Velvet. Like I call uh, Layla Hurst the indestructible dynamo. Like she's 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 built like a tank, man. She's she's amazing. But um, I think Layla wins this one uh, only because I think it it helps build the story. You know, it helps build the story up. And for your eventual eventual match with um with why can't I think of the other one? Chris Tell me. Chris Statlander. 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 Well, it was builds up the match with Chris Statlander, who the feud he started with in the first place. So I I think Red Velvet beat and loses this match. Has Red Velvet won a match? That's a great question. I, I not that I can remember. She and I'm not trying to be funny, but like she's been no, jobbing. No, she's been jobbing. But like I, I mean, I mean, I think she, you can do a story. Like you can do a story of someone jobbing, right? You can do a story about someone yeah, jobbing. You can, you can. Like, 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 right. yeah. yeah, like, like, it, I, I think you can. I mean, I just think she's just found herself in that position, right? Um, you know, I mean, look, it again, it, it's 
so someone has to lose. Someone has to lose. Like uh, that's the thing. Someone has to yeah, lose yeah, for yeah. people to get over. For legit Layla Hurst to get over, she, Red Velvet might have to lose. And that's the thing. Red Velvet, she's been showcased. And she's been jobbed. Layla Hurst has not been jobbed a, a lot on AEW TV. So I mean, I, I, again, I, I'm not going to get into who should be jobbed and who shouldn't. Their job. It's it's a, it's a TV show, guys. It's a TV show. Um, but. You know, I mean, look, this is going to build religious Layla Hurst. She should win. She's going to win. And she's probably going to attack uh, Red Velvet afterwards. And then Chris Statlander's going to come in and in defense. And then legit Layla Hurst is going to attack Chris Statlander from behind. Oh, good old WCW booking. I, I, I love it. Um, <laughs> moving on, let's talk about the trios match. It's Chris Jericho and Santana and Ortiz taking on Daniel Garcia and 2.0 in a trios match. Trevor, we've seen the the wrinkles in the in the inner circle. We've seen Santana and Ortiz saying, like, maybe Chris Jericho is the reason that they are not the AEW World Tag Team Champions right now. And it's left a lot of people wondering, why the hell didn't they break up the inner circle at blood and guts? What, just why? Exactly. They, why? They should have. They, they should have. But now... You break up the inner circle. You have you have the potential of a Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho match. Which, God, I'm here for that. <laughs> oh God, I'm here for that. Um, I I think uh, this one. I think Santana Ortiz and Chris Jericho win, and then afterwards, um, they get into it, and Eddie Kingston steps in and decks Chris Jericho finally. Oh, you gotta do the old. It's like the, the axe handle from behind. Oh my god! Someone please bring back the axe handle, bro. Dude, what what, what a maneuver! The axe handle. The axe handle so It's great. such a great <laughs> heel move, though. The oh, you bring it the down. The axe both. handle smash to the back I, of the right here. Look, look. Oh. I love the fact that it is. Look, wrestling logic, people. One fist does a lot of damage, right? But two fists combined. Plus a windmill motion, like like a, like like a, you get a running start here, like that's a dude. That's wrestling. That's, that that is that is shattering. That, that would that's, break that's someone's neck. Powerful. powerful. <laughs> that's pretty powerful. Pride and powerful, baby. So Trevor, <laughs> what do you think about this? Are pride and powerful going to win? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Chris Jericho is saying. Yeah, I think they're going to win. Honestly, like I said, I think they're going to win it at the end. Um, I think. Eddie Kings is going to come in, and I think they're going to end up breaking up. And you know, Eddie, and you're going to see your first glimpse of Eddie Kingston and Jericho. I think the exact opposite is going to happen. Daniel Garcia in 2.0. This is the exact type of match that they would win because True. because it's a trios match, and they don't have a trios championship yet. But these three have been making a name for themselves, and and a win here would keep them relevant enough to keep on feuding with whatever trios team they decided to feud with. Um, but I think if they lose, Santana and Ortiz lose, and it's because of Chris Jericho. You got You're just building on the story there. You're just building on the story that oh, hey, yeah. Yeah, we keep losing because of Jericho. We've been watching his back. He's not watching our back. Let's go roll with our brother Eddie Kingston. True. That, that makes perfect sense. But just for two seconds, can we talk about how great Daniel Garcia and 2.0 are? Like, I really underrated. Liked them a so lot. underrated. Like, I so really like them a whole hell of a lot, honestly. Especially with Daniel Garcia. I like him. I actually like he might be my favorite out of the whole group, honestly. Oh, I mean, Daniel Garcia is going to be 
he's gonna be starting. Him versus Daniel Bryan or yeah, Brian Danielson. Like him versus <laughs> Brian Danielson is gonna be like that. That's gonna be a feud in like a year. That's gonna be like great. Um, him and Guevara was a good match. It was a damn good match actually. Dude, like like I'm I'm telling, I'm telling you like like this kid is. He is he is technically gifted and he's only gonna get better. Like like how, like is da- like Daniel Garcia is only like what twenty one years old. But like, he's like twenty two one twenty two. He's only like, like Daniel like Garcia. Seven yeah. years maybe. Okay he okay he he he's okay he's a little older than that. Daniel Garcia is born in ninety. He's twenty three, which is like he's a year younger than okay. me. Just like like I'm like duh, dude. Duh. But like, how long is he wrestling? That's a little baby. That's a little that's a little baby. That's a little baby. <laughs> okay, look, look, look at his little, look at his little cheeks. That's a little baby, Daniel Garcia. I know who's a little baby. Yeah, Daniel Garcia. Guys, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Moving on, our main event, the main event, Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole, baby. On a lights out match, hopefully, fingers crossed, on the beaches, on the needle-ridden beaches of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, Trevor. What do you think about this match? Um, what do you think about the build? What do you think about Adam Cole just saying, hey, I want Orange Cassidy once and for all, lights out. Does this give Cassidy a chance to actually win? You know what? This is a match that if anyone who's familiar with Orange Cassidy's career, especially with um, his Indies career, no, this is in his wheelhouse. This this is a match that Orange Cassidy wants in, like, will thrive in it's, it's going to be a, a hell of a showcase on both both talents both incredible talents like adam cole is great in this area in this in this area as well and so is orange cassidy and honestly you couldn't have paired two better people together honestly their styles mesh very well like they you know in actual boxing and the ufc they always say styles make fights and yes this is scripted but styles make fights in this their style of wrestling is amazing. It is it, going to look like poetry in the ring. Um, who's going to win this? I I want to say I want to agree with you, Omar, and say this is um, Cassidy's chance to you know step up against a damn good opponent. I mean, he's beat Chris Jericho. Step up against a damn good opponent and, and be victorious, but. I think this is a show. This is also going to be a showcase of how twisted and actually vile Adam Cole can truly be. So, I'm I'm going to go with Adam Cole. I'm going to go with Adam Cole. <laughs> Freshly squeezed. Orange Cassidy wins. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, the brightness. Oof. Um, anyway, but no. In all seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, I think or this is or they only had this match, so Orange Cassidy could get a win, which is fine. I think it's, yeah, it's fine yeah. because it's fine, I yeah. think Trevor. I think you're in Cleveland, Ohio. There's one wrestler out there who is from Cleveland, Ohio, who has history with Adam Cole, the Red Dragon. There's one guy who's a free agent out there. He could be just being like, hey, man, let me go down the street to the stadium uh, or, or to the arena and see what's up. I think it's the perfect time to debut the one, the only, 
Johnny Wrestling, baby, making his AEW days. Yeah. I think. It look, be, is it his his ninety days up already? Or shit, he's a dude. He, no, he did. He wasn't released. His contract was, ran out. He's a free did, agent, uh, baby. Free Ooh. agent, baby. Ooh, he is gone, bro. And I'm telling you this right awesome. now, Cleveland, Ohio. Adam Cole. With a little bit of help from Red Dragon, looks like he's about to pick up the victory in this lights-out, unsanctioned main event match on the beaches of Cleveland, Ohio. As Orange Cassidy, with 17 needles in his body from the beaches of Cleveland, Ohio, is reeling, about to be pinned. Out comes Johnny Wrestling. Ah, gotta down, gotta get it down. Another day, gotta give him hell. He can't <laughs> use this song anymore, but I'm still gonna say, I'm still gonna sing. Like, ah, oh, just. Hey, hey, Tony, I don't care how much it costs, buy Rebel Heart from WWE. Buy it. Oh, <laughs> $10 million. Christmas. It is worth it. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, that's how you debut it. It would be a great way to debut him. It would be a great way to be, debut him. It definitely would be. Definitely will be interesting. But I, I gotta, gotta I fail. I gotta fail. Darby Allen fell too. He fell too. He fell too. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Hit that like button. <laughs> subscribe and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever new videos release. I keep forgetting we're an audio podcast too. So people like audio oh, listening just gonna be like, what, like, what is, is going on here? The duck is he doing, man? What the duck? Oh man. What, what the duck is what the duck is going on? Guys, uh here, I'll actually go through the chat real quick. Um, Big Ticket says Oh, sorry, no, no. Oh, wrong one here. We say, we got here. Okay, since he says, WWE copyrighted Gunter Stark like Walter would want to be named after that he left. Yeah, like, as if Walter would want to call himself Gunter Stark. Right. <laughs> like, come on, no. he's gonna, no, If he leaves, he's calling himself Walter. Uh, since he also says, Omar and Trevor are banned from all AEW pay-per-views and matches. Yeah, probably. After, after, probably. after we made fun of Tony Khan. You can't do that. <laughs> um, since he also says, I'm offending, a, I'm offended. <laughs> I live in Ohio. But Cincy, which is 65 times better than Cleveland. Yeah, 65 times. Hey, what's 65 times yeah. zero, Trevor? What's 65 times zero? Zero, isn't it? Yeah, still zero. Still zero. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You got to come up with it. If you add one, 65 times zero plus one. There you go. Um, there you go. Since he also says offended because he spelled offended wrong. See, I'm not the only one who makes spelling mistakes. Ryan in the chat says, hi, bro. Do you think Zack Ryder might be in the Royal Rumble? It's possible. It's possible. It's and, uh, possible. The, uh, the for, the if you talk about the world's biggest troll right now, <laughs> the forbidden fruit is open. Uh, Vince, I'm pretty sure it's door. I think it's both. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh, Vince or, up, Ryan says, "Hi, bro. Was Eric Bischoff running SmackDown behind the scenes? No, not anymore. He ran SmackDown no. for like a, a day in 2019. Yeah, no. and then." And then, like, he was just like, man, I'm I'm sick of this BS. I'm moving back to Wyoming. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm going to do my podcast. I'm going to do my podcast and just, like, I don't know. Ryan in the chat says, do you see Brian Danielson versus CM Punk soon? It's going to happen eventually. Whether it's, it's gonna next happen. year, it's going to happen. It's going to Like, we, they, AEW knows what they're doing as far as that goes. Like, I trust them enough to do a proper 
Brian versus Punk feud. And since he rounds us out saying, hey, when that Ravens playoff game scheduled. So we've had a few playoff games scheduled actually in my lifetime. I think about like 20 or so. And actually, <laughs> and, and, and actually, two of those playoff wins were actually Super Bowl wins uh, that, that I've been a fan for. Um, <laughs> since he, how, how many, how many, how many, I, I, think, I actually think, Trevor, you know what's funny? The Ravens have as many playoff, uh, uh, Super Bowl wins as the Bengals do playoff wins this year. Actually, yes, you're right. And what's funny is I, before now, uh, Andy Dalton couldn't get anything done. So, oh, it's not Andy Dalton, man. It's, it's Joey, it's Joe Breezy. It's Joey, Joey Burrow Breezy. now. So, Joey Burrow, they Joey gotta... Burrow, bro. Joey Burrow, hey, man. Y'all got the the, the Tom the Holland of the NFL. He's a he's a cute little one. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a cute little one. Hell of a quarterback, man. Hell of a quarterback. Hell of a qu- hell of a quarterback. What? Yeah, Joe Burrow, a sexy man, bro. <laughs> sexy man. Yeah, this uh, this old boondock. Oh, oh, sorry, I can say that. But it's this old boondock thing. Sexy man. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, guys, hit that like button. People subscribe on the audio bro. podcast are like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> why our audio our audio listenership is just dwindling every week. This is why. Um, anyway, let's go to our final segment, Trevor. We have some sad news from AEW. Leo Rush says he will be a free agent. He is leaving All Elite Wrestling after his contract expires on February 14th. A very sad happy birthday to me, as Leo Rush will no longer be in AEW. He wrote, he wrote in the body of a tweet, quote, I'm a free agent while posting a graphic captioned, on February 14, 2022, my contract with AEW will exp- or my contract will expire with AEW and I will become a free agent. For all booking inquiries, please re-email leorushnow at gmail.com. So, uh, we know that Rush, he he made his debut last year, Double or Nothing, entering as the Joker. He then took some time off away from wrestling. He returned, and he started this thing with Dante Martin. Um, he hasn't been seen on TV since, uh, I believe, Dante Martin actually returned back to Leo Rush's side. He did take part in uh, the World and GCW, that event, uh, this past Sunday. So he's been around, but he hasn't been around AEW. There's people who think it might have something to do with uh, the Tony Khan tweet situation. Um, there's also people who think he might just want to. Leo Rush is like kind of like that. He's like a, a little bit of a free spirit, and that which is good. It's great. Like like and and he kind of wants to do his own thing, and that's perfectly fine. Um. So, well, what what do you kind of make of this, and what do you think about Leo Rush leaving AEW? Um. You know what? This is gonna sound cliche as hell, and I apologize, but. I think Leo Rush is too big for AEW. You know what I mean? Like full time anyway. I, I think brother, Rush I'm too big to for the company, brother. <laughs> name it, what Hogan, I mean is name okay, it Hogan but, Hogan CW, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I mean by that is like I think Leo Rush is reminds me a lot of um, Cody Rhodes after he was released from the WWE. Like Cody was, it was everywhere. You know, you, you you looked at a promotion, Cody was there. And I feel like Leo is the same way. Like, I, I don't think Leo can be tied down to one promotion. I think Leo's talent is so big and so grand that he needs to be in, in, uh, in, in PW, uh, MJPW, you know what I'm talking about, New Japan. New Japan. <laughs> oh, wrestling. He needs to be in New Japan. He needs to be in, uh, 
GCW. He needs to be in uh, TNA. He needs to be everywhere. Like, for Leo to actually have fun, Leo needs to be everywhere. Like, he, he used to hit the indie scenes hard, man. He would be all over the place. And so I think that's part of it. And also, I, I don't know. Like, when he took his break or whatever, like you said, he's a free spirit. When he took his break, he didn't seem entirely happy. So maybe he's, you know, maybe he just wants to take another break and get, get his mind back in the game. You know, it, it could be a bunch of different things. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, 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 it's one of those things where I, I'm always going to support Leo Rush. He's a he, he's a DMV boy. He hometown, is great. Hometown boy. What? He's a hometown boy. He's a hometown boy, man. Like, like you always got to support the hometown boys. I love Leo Rush, always. and you know, like I, I'm I'm sad it didn't work out with AEW, and I'm sad he's leaving, right? But I'm also like, hey, Leo Rush, I'm gonna go watch what Leo Rush does, and that's the thing I think people kind of people kind of like don't understand, like. People are like, oh, but why is Leo Rush leaving? Oh, he's he's a problem. Like, oh yeah, and it's like the same people like who say like, eh, like like um, it's the same people who criticize like WWE fans who say that oh you know, Keith Lee left WWE. He's got attitude problems, pal, or whatever. And then they and they right. make fun of people for that. I'm like, no, you can't do that. Like Leo Rush is leaving, and you know what? He's not breaking his contract. He's not you know like he's not bashing the company. Like if you and if people want to point out like oh what he said about Tony Khan after that tweet he was one hundred percent right about about blasting Tony Khan for that tweet I blasted Tony Khan for that tweet it was a shit tweet I did too yeah it's a shit tweet <laughs> like like anyone anyone with a anyone you who should, understands you feel better. yeah exactly like anyone with a brain would be like yeah it's a shit tweet you look at that and you're like it's not a good tweet Tony like it doesn't take a you don't need to be like oh a problem. I have attitude problem to figure that out. No, you just have to have a brain to figure that out. It was a bad tweet, and look, I mean, again, I'm not sure what the re the reason is. If it's deeper than you know, Leo Rush, you know, just wanting to be free. Leo Rush wanting more control over his uh, bookings. Maybe I don't know. Um, and I'm not gonna speculate. As, oh my god, he's leaving AEW because AEW is a racist company, or you know, or he's leaving because of X Y Z. No, I mean, he talked to Tony Khan. They seem to have hashed it out. Tony Khan's still liking his tweets. Like, even after this, he's still liking his tweets. So, I mean, I'm assuming there's no necessarily bad blood. There's probably still feelings. Like, I'm, I'm assuming Leo Rush still has, like, obviously feelings about the whole situation, which he's entitled to do. Uh, we all, like, I mean, it, but, you know, I mean, again, it's just one of those things where it didn't work out. Not everyone's going to work out everywhere. And that's okay sometimes. I, I, I genuinely think it's okay. The the and the people who want to say like oh man this is the beginning AEW is gonna start doing X Y Z they're gonna like dude like the the reason you we don't you know make a big deal when eight with this happens with AEW is one AEW is not releasing anybody two AEW usually doesn't uh, badmouth people on the way out they did that he did that with Big Swole which was bad um, but they have made a habit about it habitually right and and that that's like WWE has. Like, everyone who gets released from WWE apparently suddenly has an attitude problem. Everyone. I wonder what's happening. Trevor, everyone in the company has an attitude problem. Mm, I That's wonder weird. why. I wonder why. <laughs> I can't why imagine you? why they would have an attitude problem. That's, That's preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, Leo Rush, we love you, man. Big up. As Taz would say, big ups to Leo Rush, man. Big ups, Leo. 
Big ups, Leo. Guys, big ups to y'all. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. Since he says, nah, this week, bro, where y'all at? Oh, wait, y'all lost to the Steelers. Yeah, you're right. We did lose to the Steelers. But you should know a lot about that. Your team's been losing to the Steelers for the past 30 years. Um, <laughs> anyway, since he in the chat also says... HCW brother, Hulk Hogan championship, bro. brother, Hulk's, cha brother, Hulk's brother. champion. No, 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 brother, brother. possessive, possessive. Hulk's as it Hulk. is championship. Hulk's Shit. championship, Hulk's championship brother. Wrestling. Hulk championship wrestling brother. <laughs> no, no, a I got it even better. HCB Hulk's championship brother. Just, just the HCB. Oh, when it comes crashing down, post it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out with so many Hogan shirts eventually, like. I'm going to make so much money off of that man's name, like WWE. I'm going <laughs> to trademark all the Hogan. Hulk championship wrestling, brother. Brother, 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 brother. Seven shirts, brother, point, brother. We, we should talk about, like, Wrestle Talk um, t-shirts or something. Ah, well, shit. We're going to have just a... We're going to have a... She come out with a, a Wrestle Talk, like, like, like blouse, you know? A blouse, <laughs> a nightgown, <laughs> a, nightgown. Uh, a hat, a, a hat. <laughs> anyway, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Oh man, any anything else that we missed, people? Did we say anything this week? I don't know. I'm gonna check out Sean Ross app on Twitter to see if we missed any news. <laughs> course mm -hmm. I think, i'm pretty sure we did miss something but, uh, oh dear god what in blue heaven i'm watching some nxt like i i just saw some nxt stuff and oof oof right, i'm gonna read this one in the chat dv says Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee match, was 55 minutes and 45 seconds inspired. A.W. to form Brian Dennison one hour with Hangman Adam Page versus... John oh, Marcy I know what he's talking about. That was, uh, that was Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules yeah, 2015. They left in the car. <laughs> they, this poor man who was just driving home, like, it just had two very large angry men fighting in the backseat of his car. It was great. It was it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, since he had it says wrestle talk beanies because Omar always wears a beanie. I would, I do too. I just don't wear them in, inside. I always wear them outside. It's gone. I don't know. Never lost. Just a few times. Never lost. <laughs> Never lost. I love my beanies. Never lost. Six viewers, nine likes. Nice. Um, nice. nice. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell, guys. Trevor. Um. Oh, what do you like in wrestling? What do you really like in wrestling this week? Oh, oh man. Um. So I was really excited for the uh, GCW thing. Uh, like I said before, kind of you know threw me for a loop. But man, I just love all good pro wrestling. Like I, most things in wrestling are pretty good. I mean, you have your bad things or whatever. But like, I I definitely love that in this age of wrestling, we can appreciate. 
like real stuff, like real thing, real battles, real fights, like people going through real stuff and they come back, take some time off and they come back and they still get the cheer and they get the real, the real cheers and the real, you know, uh, the, the real of the, of the, of the fans and of the, you know, of the audience. And it's just, it's not fake. And you can tell from the, the wrestlers and from the performers, how much this meant, how much this was like, I love that. That is what I'm enjoying in wrestling right now. That we can are in that part of wrestling, in that age of wrestling, or in that age group, I guess, is humans. That we can enjoy that. No. Do you know who I am? My name is Bully Ray. My name is Bully Ray. And I once went up to Mr. Anderson after he destroyed the Aces and Eights. And I said... Ken Anderson, you killed what I loved. <laughs> I will burn your house down and murder your wife. Myself. Like, it was so wild the shit he would say to Ken Anderson. He's like, I'm going to work. <laughs> you broke it again. There you go. Fix your mic. There. I know. I know. I know. In Kazakhstan, we fix mic all the time. Guys. We're wrapping it up here. Um, we got uh, somebody in the chat saying "vum" today. I don't know what that means, but mazel. Well, anyway, guys, um, this has been Real Take Wrestle Talk. You can follow Trevor at Trevor with an E. Tainment. You can follow me at Omri Q Show. That is O M E R Q Show. You can also follow Real Take Sports at Real Take Sports on Twitter. At Real Take Sports Talk on Instagram, Facebook. You can also hit us up in email because we have an email. Real Take Sports Talk at gmail.com. You can do a lot of stuff here. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com forward slash Real Take Sports. Until next time. Next for time, myself, guys. For myself and. For me. For Trevor. We'll see you next time. As Cincy in the chat says. Arn the Glock Anderson, Arn Anderson's Glock versus Cody Rhodes. Put the Glock over, brother. We'll see you next time. Keep it real. <laughs>